Hello to our dope village. I'm Julie Foudy alongside Lynn Olzawi. Hi there, Julie. Guess what time it is? Is it time for another dip into the laughter permitted vault? Indeed. Our second dope dip. We are sharing a clip from the Tobin Heath episode. And this dip is actually unique for a couple of reasons. First, it's with a very unique individual, U.S. soccer star Tobin Heath. And this also wasn't our typical podcast setup. It was an E60 profile on Tobin before the Women's World Cup. And as E60 interviews go, there is so much good content that you don't put into the piece because the piece isn't five hours that we asked E60 if we could share the longer version on our podcast and they agreed. So it was a, a different setup for us. Well, give us the scoop on the interview itself. Like, where did you do it? You said these interviews are long. Had you ever spent a good chunk of time with Tobin before? I've spent time with Tobin, but in smaller chunks in a role as a member of the media. And um, and we actually did it at her house in Hermosa Beach. And we did a little fun bike ride along, if anyone has been to the Strand there, there's a great little bike trail between Manhattan Beach and Hermosa Beach. Uh, we filmed that, almost killed our camera guy doing that. He was on rollerblades, actually. No. Are you serious? Rollerblades? Yeah, with his camera, like full on, huge camera, skating backwards, oh. filming us. I've never heard of that. Yeah. Next level. I've seen bike setups. We've done yeah. we've done a golf cart setup. I have never heard of a cameraman skating backwards on rollerblades. Yeah, it was it was quite impressive. Um yeah, but it was super fun. And and she's just a love and a wonderful human being as as you hear in the interview. So it was great to get that time with her. Can you set up the clip for us? For sure. Tobin talks about the idea of never-ending ascension, which is something she learned from her college coach at the University of North Carolina, legendary Anson Dorrance. And she actually talks about the role that faith plays in her life, which is something she doesn't talk a ton about in public. And this is one thing we know about Tobin. She is incredibly soulful and full of gratitude, which I love. As always, a quick shout out to Ally Bank for its continued support of the podcast. So get comfortable listening. It's Dope Dip number two with Tobin Heath. What drives you? What motivates you, Tobin? Mm, that's such a funny question. Um, I think there's like a deep internal drive to kind of find my best. And um, I think that's in everything, like in, in life and stuff like that. But when it comes to soccer, I think it's just that idea that I mean, Anson always called it this never-ending ascension. And when I was in school, I never really – I kind of struggled with that. I was like, oh, well, you're – oh, you're, eventually you're going to, you know, you, you won't be able to get any faster. You know, like, what does that mean? And I think as I've, I've gotten older, it's made more and more sense to me is that I want to be getting better and better. And especially in, in my career, there's so many aspects that you can get better at. And, like, I've never felt like like – I've arrived at any point in my career. And I think the game has this 
amazing way of humbling you every day to realize that that there's so much more that you could do. And it motivates me every single day to get better. I mean, I love training. I love going out to training. And I love that feeling like when, when you've gotten better, when you've done something, or even when you've failed, because, because you just know that there's that, that extra element that's still there to be found. What is that feeling when you failed? I think you have those everyday small moments or failures where, you know, you did something that that you know that you, you could have done better. And, like, in moments that it mattered, you know, it's, it's, it's very motivational, I think. And I always say, like, there's not a lot of times you get do-overs in life. But in football, you kind of do. And, and I think that's what's so beautiful about, like, having that next game or having that next practice, you know, is that in a way it's kind of like a mini do-over. And I think people are always like, oh, that was a great game or whatever. But I think if you look at it not just as, as one 90-minute game, but if you kind of, like, look at your life as a game, it's like, did you win, you know? Mm-hmm. Or, like, how good were you? Mm-hmm. And I think that's more of, like, my thought and – and there's, like, this Steve Jobs quote that says, like, you can't, like, count the – or you can't um, – uh, you can't see, like, the steps, like, looking forward. You can only see them looking back, you know. And I think I've, like, come to to my career where, you know, I've been able to now look back a little bit on it. And see kind of the progression of everything and, and the times when, you know, it hasn't made the most sense. Looking back and being like, wow, that was like a beautiful process in my life. That's not easy to get to either. Have you always been that way? Because there's a lot of people who could have easily taken some of the turns. Maybe it's an injury and we'll get into all of this. Yeah. And, and gone the other way. Like, why me? Why this time? Yeah. What? Yeah. Um... I think I think I am super blessed and like lucky because I do think I was given like a great perspective of life at a young age and people around me at a young age that instilled really really positive things in me and not just because of things that they said or whatever but it was because of like the way that they lived their own lives um so I do think I had that groundwork um, in me from a young age. And then I think you then choose what you build on top of that. Mm. And I think I've always tried to choose good things. And, you know, life isn't, isn't perfect, but I think in those hard moments when you still try to choose the hard thing, which is, is usually the right thing. Um, if you, if you kind of, if you try to do it, it, it helps, I think. And in, in those situations, like you're talking about, where they kind of look like bad situations, you can always reframe a bad situation. What role does your faith play in your life? It's huge. Um, I think for a lot of people, a lot of people want to like talk about, you know, their faith or or not just their faith, maybe it's even, like, their work ethic. You know, they want to, like, show, like, 
look how hard I'm working or say like, oh, I work really hard or same with their faith. Like, oh, this is what, what I'm doing. This is why I'm grounded and stuff like that. And I think my, my faith comes from this deep desire and love of God and people. And I don't think it's something that I have to go on top of a mountain and shout. I think it's something that's lived out in your daily decisions and practices. And I think faith and and sport have always intertwined for me because at the end of the day, it's so great to be to give up control, which is hard as an athlete, and to say, my life isn't really mine. Mm. And I think with that comes a lot of freedom. Interesting. How does that manifest itself and and give me an example like in your in the game or in your daily life um so for instance i mean i don't really like talk that much about this kind of stuff but like i find like the soccer field to be like a place of thanks so i think like while i'm out playing like i love giving thanks so like every time i step on the field i say thanks you know like every time I have uh, the opportunity to put on a jersey. I say thanks. Like I always find these quiet moments in in my sport and in my practice to to give thanks because at the end of the day, I'm incredibly grateful to be doing what I'm doing. I was just going to say it's this incredible sense of gratitude, right? yeah, for definitely. what you've been given. And I and I find it interesting your point where you said. You know, there's a lot of people who want to shout it out, their faith or their work or whatever it is. I mean, this is a theme with a lot of your life. You don't feel that need at all in a sense of having to, to get affirmation from the outside. Where do you think that comes from? Um, I think there is like a tremendous amount of self-belief that that it comes from. Um, And then I think it's also kind of what you put into the world and what you you get from it. So, like, I always say that words create worlds. So, like, you know, what you speak into, not just yourself, but what you speak into other people really matter. So so even when we talk about... um, kind of the idea of being able to reframe things. I don't want I want to speak life into things and life into myself. So if it's if it's a hard moment or a hard time, like I have a decision on what kind of words and what kind of attitude I want to take in it. And um I mean it's easier said than done, but I'm conscious of that. I'm conscious of the things I say and the things that I do. Where are you most at peace? Um, I always say that I find a tremendous amount of peace on a soccer field. Um, I think probably because it's where I've suffered the most in my life in a way, but that I've also had the biggest joys. Um, I think for people, they could find it like in, in their home, you know, and for me, like my home kind of is on a field. Um, so I think I find a lot of peace there because there's so much familiarity that's there. Um, yeah. Definitely. Speaking of that familiarity, who are you closest with on the team? 
Man, I would say that I'm so fortunate because I've played with so many incredible people, and, and you know that when you've been on the team for so long, you go through these kind of cycles of, of different people that are coming in and out of your life. And I've been so lucky because I've been able to do life with so many people. I mean, um, for instance, we had Alyssa Nair out on the field today, and I've known Alyssa since I was 13 years old. And we've grown up together, and we're still mm -hmm. on this journey together. You know, I was out here in Hermosa Beach with Kelly O'Hara living at Abby Wambach's as, as kids, you know, doing the same thing we're doing now, just trying to get better, um, not knowing that, you know, 10 years later or whatever, we'd still be on the same journey together, on the same kind of life journey. And I think people, like, come in and out of your life through football And it's really beautiful because I, I say that these relationships are, are powerful relationships because the things that you go through as a team and and the things that you go through with winning and losing, with injuries, with um, with changes in life, you know, with getting older, um, it's it's just an incredible thing to be able to live with people. And for the people that have been on the team for the people that are still on the team now and for the people that I played with before it's it's been really cool to have done life in this really unique way with people it's definitely a sisterhood isn't it it is a sisterhood but it's like even more than that you know because it's I mean you know I have two sisters that like are I absolutely love them like I they're my blood you know but they will never go through the things that I've I've gone through with my teammates. What are some of your favorite things to do outside of soccer? Um, I'm definitely kind of a person that loves to do everything. If somebody was like, hey, we're going to go like jump off this cliff, I'd be like, sweet, what time? You know, I'm just like, I very much want to experience life and experience life to the fullest. I love spending time with my friends. I love doing activities, you know, probably activities that I shouldn't be doing because I'm a professional athlete, but I love, you know, I love playing all sports and I love challenges. So if somebody's like, oh, come do this and I haven't done it before, I'm like, oh, I want to learn how to do that. You know, I don't think there's like enough time in this life to like learn all the things that I would want to do or get good at it. And I'm definitely like someone that very much gets into certain things and likes to learn certain things, you know, and I go through like different phases of like what, what I'm learning. Give me some phases. I went through like a chess phase where like oh. I was like really playing like chess like all the time and stuff like that. Um, I go through different like sports. Like I said, I'm playing beach tennis um, now, which is really, really fun. Um, let's see what else. Like there's there's just like so many things, you know, any kind of like water sport. Um, if somebody's like, oh, let's go for a plunge and it's like freezing out, I'm like, yes, that's exactly what I was thinking, you know? So I feel like it's a really hard thing to answer because I'm just somebody that just kind of like loves life and loves experiencing it. What do you want the world to understand about you? I don't want the world to understand me. <laughs> I don't even understand myself. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Our village is dope. I'm like, I don't know what's normal, you know?